Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray you would just pour forth your grace upon us in this night. We celebrate the Lord's resurrection. That our minds and our hearts and our souls may be like fertile soil that you speak of in the gospel. That your word may bear great, rich, and abundant fruit in our life. Lord, illuminate these scriptures for us. Illuminate the paschal mystery of Christ. Give us, Lord, a right memory. Convict and console our hearts and speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And they remembered his words. And they remembered his words. Brothers and sisters, why did we read so many readings? Because we figure if you're going to be here, we should just keep you here for a long time, right? And we didn't even read all of them. There were two more. Why did we read so many readings? Because we have a bad memory. Sin has spoiled our memory. It's one of the effects of original sin that, that, our, that our minds are not as clear. And that it's hard for us to remember the mysteries of God and his power in our life. And the words that the Lord has spoken to us himself. And so we read all of these readings because we read again tonight the entire history of salvation. From the very beginning of creation that out of nothing God created the world and that he created us as men and women in his image and likeness, unique upon all creatures in the entire cosmos. And then even as we fell, what did the Lord do? He pursued us. He pursued us in our sin because of his passionate love for us. And that constant, this prophecy, right, over and over, like he's just coming after us, coming after us, and coming after us, and reminding us as well, like all you who are thirsty, come. Come and drink. All you who are hunger, come and eat. The Lord is just speaking, right, over and over, because Israel, like, we are the new Israel. And if you go through, if you read all of the scriptures over and over, what again happened, right? God freed them from slavery in Egypt, and they didn't even make it, like, to the Red Sea. And they're like, uh, hey, Moses, Pharaoh's army's coming. You should have just left us in Egypt, man, because now we're going to die in the desert. What's going on? They're, like, freaking out. They could have been Moses, like, hey, um, where, where you been? Like, did you realize that our God is pretty incredible and that miraculously he freed us from slavery? I'm thinking he can take care of the Egyptian army or the Red Sea, whatever he's going to do. What does Moses tell them? We didn't read this piece. He says, fear not, stand your ground. The Lord himself will fight for you. You have nothing to do but to keep still. 
And then God tells him, and he raises his staff over the waters, and they part. And then they walk across dry ground, freed again. And then what happens, right? They get to the mountain, and Moses is like, hey, hey, chill out right here. I'm going to talk to the Lord, all right? And get his word. It's going to be beautiful. Well, five minutes later, they're like, man. What happened? How do we get here? What's going on? Then they make a God, right? Like, hey, this is the God that took us out of Egypt. What's wrong with your memory? What is wrong? And so tonight we read, we read again salvation history, big parts of it, because we need to be reminded of the power of God in our life and especially of his victory over sin and death and his light that shines in the darkness. We began the night in dark to remind us that God's light is more powerful than any darkness. And that we receive our light from Christ through faith and through the gift of baptism. And that it is poured into our lives like all of our candles were lit from the Paschal candle, from the very Christ candle, illuminating our own hearts, but then illuminating the hearts around us. And so then Jesus comes on the scene, and this is when we sing the Gloria. Where does the Gloria come from? This is what the angels sing when Jesus is born. So we have the Old Testament, right? Like everything was dark when we're reading the Old Testament. And then when it comes time for the New Testament, it's like the incarnation. Boom, let's sing the Gloria and the lights come on. Because the Savior, the long-awaited Savior has come. Let us remember. Let us remember. As Jesus says, as St. John tells us at the beginning, that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. But what happened? We're like the women who go to the tomb in the morning, right? Jesus had told them, hey, I'm going to have to suffer. I'm going to have to die. But on the third day, I will rise. I will rise. So they get to the tomb, and they got a clue. The stone is rolled away. They got another clue. They're looking in there, and he's not in there. And they're like, where is he? Told you. Right? He told you. But it's, the tomb is dark. The tomb is dark. And when there is darkness enters into our life in some form of suffering or crisis, be it big or small, what do we do? We forget what the Lord has said. We forget what the Lord has done. And we begin thinking of all these things. We're like the Israelites. We're at the bottom of the mountain. And we're like, okay, well, like, our God's not here. Let's just make one. Let me just try to control it. You know, it's interesting. Pope, Pope Francis, Pope Benedict, they, they co-wrote an encyclical called Lumen Fidei, The Light of Faith. And they say to us that the opposite of faith is not unbelief, but idolatry. The opposite of faith is not unbelief, but idolatry. Because when, when I don't believe in the Lord, who is all-powerful, then I got I to gotta try to control something. And I make a God, whether it's my own ego or something that I can control. But what's interesting is that this God, like, 
I, I can't have a relationship with it, and I know that ultimately it's not more powerful than me because I made it with my own hand. And so I still live in fear. So I still live in fear. And so into this, this moment of darkness, this moment of forgetting and confusion, the angels appear. And they're like, hey, what do they say? Why do you seek the living one among the dead? Can you not see the light through the darkness? He is not here, but he has been raised. And then what do they say? Remember what he said to you while he was still in Galilee. Remember what he said to you, that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and rise on the third day. And at that moment, what happens? And they remember. And they remember. And then they went back to the others who what? Were hiding in the dark upper room, right? They're hiding in there out of fear. Like what happened to Jesus might happen to us. Maybe even the fear, the worst fear in the sense of like, man, maybe he really wasn't who he said he was. Maybe he really wasn't who we believed him to be. Which in a certain sense is more scary than them being crucified. How often does this happen to us? When we're facing a difficulty, when the Red Sea is in front of us and Pharaoh's army is behind us, and we're like, man, should have just left me in slavery. We begin to question, is God really who he says he is? And this is when we need to remember This is when we need to remember the power of the gospel, the power of Jesus Christ. And in him, in him alone, do we find the salvation, the joy, and the life that we long for. Every other well that we seek to satiate the thirst of our hearts is an empty well except for that of Christ himself. But what happens is that we're in this place and like, and this happens to me as too, just, just recently, like kind of in this place a little bit, maybe not intellectually, but interiorly, deep in that kind of questioning, like, man, like, can the Lord, is the Lord really the Lord? Like, is he really going to take care of all this stuff? You know, and just like a seed of fear just growing. And what happens, the Lord sent a good friend into my life. It was like, proclaim the gospel again. Like, hey, man, remember this. Remember when the Lord did this in your life. And he told me a story that I had told him about what God did in my life. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. He is the Lord. And I remember. And it changed me. St. Paul says in his letter to the Romans, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Why? Because our emotions go all over the place and our memory is bad. And so when we get caught in the darkness, we need to be transformed by the renewal of our mind. We need to preach the gospel to ourselves and to each other. When we came in, that light, our candles were lit from the Paschal candle, but your light was lit from someone else's light. And in this sense, we need to help each other remember that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. That the empty tomb is not because he's not who he said he was. It's because he is who he said he was. 
Our God who has come in the flesh and who has suffered and died, but who has risen. So tonight, every day of our life, let us remember. Let us remember. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. And there's no other. And there's no other. And all of us who are hungry, all of us who are thirsty, let us come to him. There's no salvation, no peace, no joy, no eternal life except in Jesus Christ. When we're in the darkness, the enemy lies to us and tells us that he's not who he says he is, but he is. And we need to remind each other, Jesus Christ is Lord. Let us tonight, in a moment, what we're going to do is we're going to renew our baptismal promises, a renewal of our faith, renewal of our baptismal promises, proclaiming again that he is Lord and I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We cannot have faith without the Holy Spirit. St. Paul says that no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. And so when the darkness comes and we need to remember, we need to ask the Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, grant me the gift of faith again. Now when we see our brothers and sisters in darkness, we need to ask, come Holy Spirit, and enliven in their hearts the gift of faith again. Relight the candle of faith. So, as we make this profession of faith again tonight, as we renew our baptismal promises, we remember that Jesus is the light that shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were puzzling over this, behold, Two men in dazzling garments appeared to them. They were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. And they said to them, Why do you seek the living one among the dead? He is not here, but he has been raised. Remember what he said to you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and rise on the third day. And they remembered his words, and their lives were transformed. Come, Holy Spirit, renew our memories. Give us the gift of faith in Christ.